0: My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spirit change my dad gave me. As a Black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a Black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players, and I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories.
1: I think everyone as a kid had uh, hockey cards. And, you know, my free time when I was younger, I, I remember you set boxes and boxes of them and I used to go through them. And, you know, at the time, I didn't really realize, uh, you know, what they meant, uh,
0: you know, sentimentally. Devontae Smith-Pelly was born in 1992 in Scarborough, Ontario. He played 10 seasons in the NHL for the Anaheim Ducks, Montreal Canadiens, New Jersey Devils, and the Washington Capitals. So how does Devontae feel when he sees his rookie card? Seems like it was forever ago, honestly. Um, It
1: was my first year in the league, a 19-year-old kid, and a
0: lot of growing up since then. Devontae was surrounded by hockey his whole life and the local Toronto Maple Leafs were his team. Being from
1: uh, Toronto area, area, you know, the Leafs are obviously massive, and I you was know, just watching the games with my dad and my mom, and um, decided, you know, I want to maybe try this out, try skating, and it started up later than probably anyone who, who's played in the NHL. I think I started at eight years old. Um, every, I think, Sunday, there was uh, just a free skate living by our house. Um, so I went out there the first time and, you know, just, just went full throttle and kind of just went for it right away. And I remember I fell and I uh, had to get stitches on my chin and that was like the, the start of it. And, um, you know, I, I guess I realized I really liked it cause, um, that didn't really deter me from keeping, keep going. So, um, yeah, I started there and then, you know, signed up for, uh, you know, the SA Trey, which is the, uh, you know, house league league around here and. Um, played there, and I think first half of the year I was probably pretty terrible and just got the, got the hang of it. And um, by the end of the year, I mean, I was probably the best player on the team. And, and then the next year, I, I moved right up to AAA. So, like I said, it was a pretty quick uh, transition and progression. But um, right from the start, you know, obviously I, I enjoyed it and, and loved it.
0: Devontae didn't really see a path to the NHL, but eventually he couldn't ignore his own ability. You know, there was guys who were highly touted early and,
1: you know, getting attention early. And I wasn't really one of those guys. I think probably the start of my NHL draft year, so 17 years old, um, just based on what the coaches told me. And, um, you know, we had guys drafted and just based on how I stacked up against them and other guys in the league. That's when I first kind of realized, like, oh, I mean, maybe I could do something um yeah i think it it wasn't really when i was a kid or anything like that i mean i guess 17 i'm still kid but it wasn't when i was younger that i i really thought about it It was my literal nhl drafter it was probably the first time i actually really really thought about it
0: soon he was drafted for the ohl team the mississauga st michael's majors 16 years old playing against
1: guys some guys are 20 years old it's obviously there's a a difference in how mature you are and um stuff like that. But um no, I th- I was prepared. I was ready to go. Obviously it's it was a little different because, you know, it's a good team and um I'm the youngest guy, so you're not obviously gonna get given the keys right away to to be the main guy. So um, you know, I had to work my way up and um the coaches were great and uh they were fair when when I deserved more I got more and when I didn't I didn't and um Oh, it was uh, it was a good first year, yeah. So I, I didn't I wasn't expected to go in there and be the main guy. Um, you know, the team was good enough that I could have had a slow first year and a full development year, and it didn't really matter because um, you know we had older guys that were good enough anyway. So I think it was probably the perfect situation because some guys, you know, some guys go in and. um They're given uh, a lot of responsibility at 16 years old and not ready for it. And um, the responsibility I was given was just um, develop, get better, and um, progress every day.
0: A lot of our previous guests played at a time when minority players were rare. But for Devontae in the early 2000s, it was much more common.
1: Probably every team had one, you know, minority, visible minority. Um so it wasn't like super foreign to to see a guy on the other team that was, you know, black brown Asian or anything like that. So um I think in, in this area it's it's obviously pretty multicultural so it wasn't you know out of the norm for for to see anyone uh, on another team like that.
0: Devontae doesn't really encounter much racism. But looking back, he can reflect on moments that he was too young to fully understand.
1: You know, as a, as a kid I mean, in the room, like all those guys, my teammates never, you know, those those guys are, we're, we're all still friends to this day. So in the room, nothing like that. I think when you're a kid, you're kind of naive to some of the things that are going on. So um, I look back at, like, you know, the way, you know, when it came to like all-star team and it's just the way you're treated some, sometimes and, um, you know, some of the things parents say uh, as a kid, I, you just have no idea. But, you know, looking back, there's obviously, um, you know, we're not at a place where that doesn't happen. So, um, nothing really overt to me that, um, that I really recognize, but as I got older, there's some things that you look back on and kind of think and realize maybe, uh, maybe that that's what happened.
0: He then got an opportunity to play for Canada at the IIHF World Junior Under-17 Championship. After, you know, your, during your first year in the league,
1: they have uh, the Under-17, and it's, um, you know, all the best 16-year-olds in, in the country, and then I think, what U.S. and, um, you know, Sweden and all those other teams are in it. Um, yeah, so it was good to be recognized as... One of the uh, better players at age group in, in our area, and um, team was pretty stacked with uh, guys who made it to the NHL and um, had successful careers, and you know we ended up winning it all. And um, yeah, that was uh, my first time, you know, playing for although it was Team Ontario, playing you know on an international uh, stage, and um, I
0: enjoyed it. And then in 2000, he was drafted for the NHL for the Anaheim Ducks. The draft is obviously, you know, one of the biggest days of my life.
1: Um, the draft was in uh, Los Angeles and, you know, I had my, my family was there and yeah, we uh, we all flew out. Um, no, no, my mom, my dad, my brother, uh, Chris Stewart, my agent, uh, my little cousin came. Yeah, we had a little, a nice little group and, um, that was when Wayne Simmons was playing in L.A. and we stayed at his house and, um, yeah, we made like a nice uh, week, week and a half out of it. And that was amazing. It was one of the best days of my life. I, I got drafted to, uh, you know, with with one of my friends, Emerson Eden, who got drafted to the Ducks earlier in, in, the, in the draft, too. So, um, no, it was it was a crazy experience and uh, obviously a day I'll never forget.
0: And Devontae's first game is fairly imprinted in his memories.
1: Uh, Yeah, my first game was in uh, Helsinki. Kind of a little bit of a different uh, start to a career. You know, My parents couldn't be there, and so that was a little weird. But um, no, I got to go to, that was my first time in Europe. I got to go to Europe and play my first NHL game. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and a little nerve wracking was probably the only game of my career that I was actually nervous. We played um, the Buffalo Sabers the first game, and then we played the Rangers in Sweden. No, but it was uh, it was a crazy experience. Uh, you know, getting to play in Finland my first game, and then we went to Sweden, and that's how I started my NHL career overseas. Pretty crazy.
0: Devontae has so many amazing memories from his career.
1: Yeah, I mean, scoring my first NHL goal my first game in toronto that's pretty huge um i think like scoring a playoff goal in the bell center is a highlight it's pretty nuts you know we had a a pretty good playoff run with anaheim uh one year too that was uh that was a good run that's a highlight for sure and then um yeah i mean those those are all um things that i would remember those those little bits and pieces obviously before uh getting to the you know, the big one, those are those are highlights that I definitely won't forget.
0: But for Devontae, winning the Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals was a clear career highlight. Um, yeah, I mean, is uh, it's huge, it was um,
1: it was a roller coaster. I mean, we started the playoffs down two games in the first round and kinda of looked like, oh man, it might be over and then we went to overtime in game three and double overtime I think it went to and you know, we got a lucky bounce and it kinda of changed everything there. And so it's just it's just a roller coaster of emotions and um you know, we got through the Penguins, which was had been obviously uh a thing that had stopped uh that organization beforehand before, you know, we even got there. Um, you know, I guess under ten minutes to go and um Pretty crazy goal. Probably a goal that it's kind of like one in one in a couple thousand because uh, just the way it bounced to me, the way I got it, got it through, and everything—pretty um pretty crazy. And then, yeah, a couple of minutes later, um you know, there's a little bit of a broken play, and you know, Lars Eller scores the winner, and um you know, that last four or five minutes felt like felt like an eternity, but. Um, you know, we pulled it out. We we got through, and crazy, crazy feeling. It was crazy to be able to to be a part of history like that. To to help, um, you know, the greatest goal scorer ever uh, finally break through. It's, it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm really uh, proud that I got to be a ch- to uh, be a part of that.
0: If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay. eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. Sadly, in 2018, Devontae encountered racism when four Blackhawk fans started taunting him by chanting, go back to playing basketball at him. But Devontae remembers support and swift action.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the situation is pretty garbage. But, I mean, um, the way that uh, the NHL and the Blackhawks handled it was pretty – you know, I think the way all that should be handled is pretty swiftly. And, um, you know, they – those people were banned or forever long, I don't know if it was forever or a year or whatever, but um you know they wasted no time doing that and um uh, figuring out who it was and getting him out and um I mean, I guess that's kind of the only thing that you can do I mean, right i mean it's uh it's just kinda um it should happen in the first place, but you know the the swift response and um by the league and the team was um it was nice to see i guess it's tough that we're still kind of talking about it but i mean i think um you know a lot of guys are making uh making efforts to to change it and making the right efforts to change it you know it probably just starts with kids and education as as a as a kid you know if you start educating early um you know when those those people turn into adults uh they won't they won't have that even on their brain it won't even be a thing so a lot of people are making the right efforts to uh to change it and um you know when it's gonna fully
0: change who knows but um I think the the right steps are are being made as someone who played at the highest levels Demonte worries about hockey's future accessibility due to cost like a lot of my friends from you know,
1: where I grew up, like they, they loved hockey. I think the biggest hurdle is just financially, like it's just too expensive. I think I got pretty lucky, like, um, you know, whenever we did need help, we were able to get it from, uh, you know, the owner of our minor hockey team. And not everyone is that lucky to have a, you know an owner that cares and wants to help out like that, so I mean it's just how expensive the game is just cuts out so many people right off the right off the rip even as a kid like I don't know why as at eight years old, like any hockey should be fifty sixty seventy thousand dollars I think it makes sense, but um, I think that's like the kind of the biggest thing. When it comes to diversity, because a lot of my friends, like from where I went to school, like they are diehard hockey fans. They love, you know, the Leafs. Like they love hockey, but it just was not possible when they were younger. So there was just no chance. There was not even a, they barely
0: even tried Snowshot. Devontae is inspired to think that his career may have had a big impact on tomorrow's NHL stars. I see like a lot of Black parents
1: and Black kids and you know that that makes me feel good that you know after I retired, you know I met with some kids and stuff like that. you know, I had a lot of parents tell me you know their kids started playing because you know they saw me on a successful team there and kind of changed the way they saw hockey and their their kids wanted to play and now they're like hockey parents and stuff like that, so I'm happy I was able to have that that impact on uh on people like that. What advice does Devonte have for young hockey players? You know, if this is what you wanna do, um, it's gonna take a lot of sacrifice and a lot of hard work and you're gonna miss of some parties, you're gonna miss some uh fun stuff, but if this is what you really wanna do. Uh I would say it's it's in the end it's worth it. Um, you know, at the time, you know, I missed my prom, I missed like all these things that I thought were the end of the world when I was younger and missed a, a lot of parties and stuff like that. And you know, When I was younger, you know, I thought it was, you know, I thought those things were super important and stuff like that, but um, this is what I wanted. And um, in the end, it was worth it. So I would tell a young hockey player, obviously have fun with it. That's uh, the number one, have fun, work hard. And, um, you know, there's going to be some sacrifice and stuff like that, but in the end it'll be worth it if this is what you really want to do.
0: We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality, Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity-deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out HockeyEquality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize, Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com.
1: This has been a Podstarter production.